unfortunately, black people have a stereotype. Whenever they go out to eat, they have like this stigma over them that they're not going to tip. I'm sorry to tell y'all, if you black and you don't know, whenever you go out to eat, the waiters already think that you're not going to tip them shit. Like, the waiters are already thinking in their mind, like, saying, like, you see table nine? Yeah, that's me. Like, they already like that. For some reason, I've worked in restaurants for a long time. Like, I know people, that's like like a common restaurant, uh, like, rumor, like, stereotype. Like, straight up, I think that's a rumor. I'm going to call it a rumor. Like, that shit's honestly false. Because <laughs> I've had black people, lovely, 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 lovely black people tip very well. And it's like this stereotype of, oh, he looks like, you know, they look like a nice family. They look like they'll tip me. You know, unfortunately, that is something that said even black servers. I've heard black waiters. Waiters are not called waiters anymore. They're called servers. If y'all didn't know that, get with 2010, okay? Get with the times. They're called servers. Stop calling them waiters and waitresses. This is the last time I'm going to say that. Okay, so even black servers know, you know, that's a common trend among the black community. They don't really tip well. Well, I am here to just flip that and and give it to you so honestly that if y'all would just give the black people good fucking service, like instead of like treating them like crappy, maybe they would tip you well because i'm be honest i'm a black server i've been in the restaurant industry for a long time and i'm also a black person so when i go out to eat yeah i get automatically shitty service automatically like as soon as they like first of all it took them about 10 fucking minutes to even greet the table and if you black like i'm about to get mad because you know as a black person these people don't never come around to say what's up to you you know why because they're in the back arguing over who's gonna even take the table i i bet you a hundred dollars they in the back because honestly that's what they do watch where you eating watch where you go out to eat okay they take 10 minutes to approach you but i'm sorry for raising my voice but you know tom dick and, and sally over there at table 11 oh they got that 30 second greet oh we got greedy real quick oh they came around the corner with the with the wine and was like did you want a sample oh don't even act like we didn't notice all right don't try to act like we didn't notice and you want to come around the corner uh with your paper napkins acting like they coasters this ain't no five-star restaurant bitch what took you 25 minutes to come out the back and ask if i wanted something to drink and you know i wanted water because i don't do all that sugary shit y'all done gave us diabetes you know what I'm saying? We done got diabetes and shit because I... You know what I'm saying? Don't don't play. Don't come around the corner and act like I, you didn't know I wanted the water with the extra lemon. Just get it while you back there. I love when I go out to eat and they already got it. Because honestly, they know black people, we drink water because we're a beautiful plant. We're beautiful. We indulge in trees. We are Mother Nature. We are the, from the motherland. We will drink water all day, every day. What you want to drink? Water. I don't even drink caffeine. I don't drink coffee. I don't drink soda. I don't even, I barely drink tea. And I only like sweet tea because all the sugar, all the sugar that's in it. (laughs) The only reason why I'm even drinking the sweet tea. And you know I like it from Popeyes, okay? Because she knows just the right amount of sugar to put in the sweet tea. And you always know when you're in in like a suburban Popeyes because they don't make the tea right. You're like, oh my God. This tea is horrible. Where are we? <laughs> Where are we? Get us out of here. 
Get us out of here. This is not in the hood, no more. I need the sweet tea from Williams Chicken. Ooh, ooh, ooh. If, ooh, shout out to Williams Chicken. I think they black owned. I'm just saying, not that, I, I mean, I'm just saying we need to be more supportive of ourselves as a culture. You know, when we go out to eat, when you go out to eat, you know, people, those servers are working their ass off. They don't get paid hourly. They get paid off of tips. You know what I'm saying? So, like, just cut them a little slack. You know what I'm saying? Just help them out a little bit. You know, this is the Western way. The Western way is servers make money with tips. Bartenders make money with tips. And it's actually a fair trade because... <clears throat> Back in the old days, you know, people would just tip out of generosity. <clears throat> people just being nice and they just like, you know, here's some bread. Here, thank you for taking care of us tonight. And, you know, so they would end up making so much money. It was like ridiculous. You know, eventually they just had to make it like tipping as the only form of payment, you know, just to be fair business wise. And to keep them in control, you know, keep them on a short leash. I'd open the window real quick. But, you know, okay, I, I got, I, I don't know, I got a little sidetracked. If you know anything about the history of tipping and, like, how that came about and, you know, what, you, anything, can you please DM me? Can you send me a message? Can you, like, I need to get, like, my email up or something. Like, I want people to send me, please, like, I want to know, okay? And even if, like, <laughs> Send me something fake. It'll be like, oh, tipping started like this. <laughs> Send me something fraudulent. The most creative person. I'll you get a surprise. You get a prize. <laughs> um. I just passed by this beautiful chocolate man. Ooh, he on a four-wheeler. Just delicious. Ooh, I, did you, I'm sorry for pausing. I'm sorry for that uh, inter, that intermission. Good Lord. But thank you, Jesus. I must be doing something right. Because <laughs> that was just a treat. <laughs> that was a treat for my eyes. I, I was about to make a U-turn. <laughs> I'm about to bust a bitch. Okay. But he, he, he he's still going. He on his four-wheeler. He gone. So, uh, let me get going too. I got, I got somewhere to go. Okay. And when that happens in life, y'all, sometimes you see great things in in your path. Sometimes you see great things and they're just that, you know, they're sights, they're eye candy. They're, they're pleasing to the eye. They're appealing. It was just for you to see. Some things are not meant for you to even grasp and hold on to. Some things you just passing it by and you gotta, you gotta let things go. Let things come and go freely to you. Let people come and go freely. Relationships, let conversation come and go freely. You know, like, don't let routine and habit really mess up a good thing. Spice it up. Get get creative. You know, do something randomly. Don't don't be boring. Nobody likes boring. Even boring people be like, damn, this boring. I'm sure, like, what's boring? Come on. Like, just do better. Don't be boring. Like, Think of things that feel good and then do good things, okay? <clears throat> so when you go out to eat, go out to eat in a good mood. Don't go out to eat with no attitude. And they come up to your table. The server come up. Be like, yo, how you doing? Make jokes. Make it light. You know, make him feel at ease. Because for some reason, the restaurant industry has this negative connotation about black people going out to eat and not tipping. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
be 10 steps ahead of them you know be so popping you know you they don't like we got to be better as a race you know we got we got we mad a lot of people are mad but we don't realize that we are the majority now we are running this we are dominating this we run the businesses if you notice they've been talking about it that um all these people that are like oh yeah we're gonna incorporate black this now black that now black this in our business oh look at our logo it's because they know that they lose our business it's a whole wrap it's a whole wrap for them once they lose our business they're out of business so know as a black community that you have the upper hand every single day in the workplace at the stores at the malls in the movie theaters in the bars in the clubs in the in the in the movies these big actresses oh my goodness these big name stars I be hearing them like, oh, they don't give me, they not giving me no movie roles in Hollywood. They don't, what, sis? Make your own movies. Like, do your own thing. Like, Marlon Wayans be on it. He be like, they don't put, they don't put me in movies. I make my own. And his movies are great. <laughs> Him and his brothers, they get it. They just get it. You know what I'm saying? And they try to spread it. They try to spread that knowledge. A lot of people don't like it. A lot of people be hating because they didn't have that knowledge. But, you know, it's not about hating. It's just it's about spreading love. You know what I'm saying? Spreading that brotherly love. A friend to all and a friend to none. You know what I'm saying? Being cool and cordial with everybody. Being cool, good morning. You know, the same good morning you greeted the janitor is the same good morning you're going to greet the CEO with. It don't change. You know what I'm saying? You still, you know, just be you. Be true and, and be, be a good person. Good things will come to you. That don't mean you need to be a buddy-buddy with everybody. Everybody need to know your business. Everybody need to know all that. You know what I'm saying? But as long as you're doing you, you're being real, you're being true to yourself, and you're being a good person, anybody that don't line up with that, anybody that don't match that, anybody not pushing that to be better, anybody who don't see that greatness in you, kick them to the curb. Honestly, they don't mean you no well. And like I said, certain people are going to come in your path. And, you know, you're going to rock with them heavy. You're going to be like, man, you lit. You it. You know what I'm saying? You you in my life for a reason, and I know it. And you're going to fuck with them, and they're going to fuck with you, and y'all going to rock steady. You know what I'm saying? Just put that put your good foot first. That's all I'm saying. You know, you can't expect somebody to be a good friend to you if you're not being a good friend. You know? You can't expect somebody to give you good service at a restaurant if you go in there with shitty attitude. So I'm not saying the left hand's right, and I'm not saying the right hand's right. What I'm saying is that we could all afford to do better right now. In this society, we can all afford to do better. And honestly, if you don't like, you don't even like what I said with all that, you could just say, fuck it. Just go to black-owned businesses then. You don't want to give your money to these white people or whomever is like taking care of you at these restaurants and they got stereotypes about black people. Go to black-owned businesses because you know we about to be lit. Because we've been lit, but we about to be mo-mo lit, okay? It's about to be mo-better. Go to the black-owned businesses, go up in there, get you the barbecue special, get you the combo, and give them the tip. And give back, you know where it's going, right back into a black home, into a black mouth, to go feed that black baby, okay? That beautiful black, mwah, that beautiful black man I just seen. I'm trying to make me a black baby. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. I'm going to stop playing, all right? Like, I'm going to stop playing. I'm going to holler at y'all later. <laughs> be safe. Okay, so this one is called Take Your Time. I'm going to tell you, just take your time, okay? If you have the opportunity to date somebody and you have a chance to just keep them from a distance, 
you got the opportunity to just watch them from afar, just see how they move, see how they operate. If you could work, if you work with them or if you like go to school with them or if y'all like kick it at the same gym or something or like something where like uh, you guys have a common place um, and you guys come together, you guys can spend time together, like a place where you can spend time with them, but you're not necessarily even dating them. Like if you have a chance, like if you like somebody and you get to see them all the time, like you don't have to date them to see them. I would say like bask in that, like stay in that and get to know that person, become their best friend. Like that'd be the person that you end up with and you'd be like, oh my God, I had no idea. We were just friends this whole time. Like, no, like if you have that time and you just chilling and meeting with somebody and y'all vibing, like continue to get to know them, take your time. Like that's your opportunity, that's your chance. You know, usually you, you meet people and you got to, you know, you got to get them to hang out with you because, like, y'all don't work together. Y'all don't have a common. Y'all don't go to the gym together. Y'all don't go to the same church. Y'all don't go to the same grocery store. So when you finally text your crush or your boo or whatever, you finally text them, and you got to be like, can I pull up on you? Can you pull up over here? Do you want to go out to eat? Are you hungry? you want to see a movie? Do you, do you want to do this? It's like you have to entice them. And you have to get them out. Because you don't already have a common place of, of interest, of a common place. You know, and that might be something like y'all could work on. Maybe you could pull them into a common place of interest. Like, do you work out? I got a gym membership and I have a buddy pass. I was like, really interested in getting a gym buddy. If you're interested in working out, like, I totally, like, we can make it a habit. We can get in a routine of going to the gym together. We can, like, encourage each other. And that is somebody who clearly wants to be with you or clearly wants to grow with you. And even still, like, you don't have to keep going to the gym with her. Or even if she goes to the gym once or twice, at least you're like, okay, but she ain't even my type. I ain't even feeling her like that. At least you quick to be like, okay, it's over. It's a wrap. You, you spent that time with her at no cost. People don't like dating anymore because it is expensive. I'm not going to lie. I don't even like dating like that because it's so expensive. I go out to dinner. I just met this guy. The drink is $10. The appetizer is $9.99. The entree was $15.99. And he looking at me like, did you want a dessert? And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, honestly, I'm full. But damn, like, even the desserts, $8.99, $10.99. Like, I'm like, what kind of dessert? At the end of the Chili's date, he done spent $75. I'm like, we could have just went to Red Lobster. We could have, you know what I'm saying? Like, even the low, even the, the date-style restaurants that used to be like a little cheap date, going to Applebee's, even going to Applebee's, you spend $45. If you want to include a good, t- excuse me, if you want to include a good tip, you know, for your server, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a $30, $40 meal. They do the two for 25 but if you want to get drinks, that become two for 35, two for 40. Plus a tip. I'm telling you, don't tell me I'm lying. Don't tell me I'm wrong. Go out. Go go out. Go check your bank account. If you don't know that going on dates is expensive, then you ain't paying. And that's lit. But in this economy right now, I mean, right now, right now, we ain't really going out to eat like that anyway. So right now, if you're inviting somebody to your crib, now's the opportunity to also save your money. Hey, you want to pull up? I know it's like some a lot of places closed right now, but I'll cook. We can eat outside. 
I have a backyard. We have a, I have a balcony. I have a porch. Like, dudes have apartments. Just that balcony is lit, dude. Like, get the apartment with the balcony and stop being so cheap. <laughs> if you can't afford the house with the big backyard, at least have a, a an apartment with a balcony. Bitches love views. We love views. We love a balcony. Turn around and take, let's take a picture of us in the sunset behind us or something. Like, it doesn't have to be even the best view. Just something. Have have fly, Have a plant in your house. Have a painting on your wall, fellas. Like, I'm tired of going to dude's house and it's not, it's white walls. And like, the picture is black Jesus their mama gave him or something. I'm like, where's the art? Where's the creativity? Where's your personality? You know, I want to see that. And I'll totally encourage a guy to express himself, too. You know, I won't lack. And, it, like, ladies, like, when you see your brother or your black man lacking, we got to be there for them. We got to uplift them. They, you got to think he may not have never had that. He may have never had somebody uplift him. Do you know what this world is like? Are you seeing it? Are you now finally understanding that when I uplift my black man, they be like, damn, you all over, you always with niggas, you always with black guys, you always with people, you always with dudes. I have it uplifting, laughing, telling jokes, having a good time. And I'm not, I'm sorry, I'm not the type of person I like to stay home and, and be alone and, and be bored and bitter all the time. I like to recharge and be at home alone sometimes. Yes, that's great. But to be home and bitter, when there's a whole world of people who want to have fun and travel and do the things you like to do, just find people who like to do the shit you like to do. But again, that goes back to my main point of taking your time. You have to take your time and get to know people, even your friends, your neighbors. You want to hang out with them? You want to invite them over? By all means, do so. But get to know that person, you know, watch the company you keep type 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 deal you know what I'm saying like always keep your eyes open like keep one eye open like even when you sleep I'm saying all the cheesy old metaphors that I can remember like um my mom my, my mother said my mom said um uh I got you know I got both eyes on you like I'm watching you like she's like I got my eyes on you like we cool but I got my eyes on you you know, another friend of mine was like, um, I'm your friend, but I'm not your friend, okay? Don't get it twisted. I was like, wow, like, you really bold. A friend a friend to you and not a friend at all. So watch what you do. Like, you, you really, and that, that that's kind of sucky. Like, I know if you think about having friends, you don't want to think you can't trust people or people are not genuine off jump. You know, you want to think everyone's a good person. You want to have the benefit of the doubt. You want to have the benefit of the doubt when you meet people. You you want to think that they cool people. So I understand. You know you don't want you want to go into a, a relationship positive, positive, optimistic. You know, but always keep your eyes open. Always listen to what this person is saying. Always take your time. Talk slow. Listen real slow. Say what you gonna say, but think about it first. Period. Slow, slow, slow. Take your time. There's no rush. Take your time when you speak. When somebody asks you a question, take your time. 
somebody Mm-mm. somebody trying to get to know you that's your chance to take your time somebody trying to get to know you somebody just asking all those questions you know when somebody just meets you they ask a hell of questions like that take your time get to know them too ask them questions ask questions that's something that they don't really put in us because they always asking us questions people always asking you questions right think about it your job your boss ask you questions employees ask you questions your friends ask you questions your neighbors ask you questions your priests ask you questions everyone like what do you have what do you go on your mind what you got to say Nothing. Nothing right now. Just listen. Just listen. Just listen. Once you get enough information, you listen, you listen, you listen. Ask questions. Okay, so when you said this, X, Y, Z, this, that, thing, ask a question. Get to the root. Understand. People just, like, listen and, like, they don't really comprehend nothing. They just hear it. They just hear. I heard what you said. Yeah, but did you, were you listening? Did you listen to what I said? Listen. Pay attention. And that's dope. And that's dope when you're getting to know somebody. And, like, if you get to work with them or if you get to go to school with them, or if you go to the same gym. Like, my favorite is when you go to the same gym. Like, clearly, like, I love that. Because you're with them. You're, like, being active. You're, like, expressing um, feelings of happiness. Uh, those serotonins, those endorphins, or whatever. Those The shit that comes out when you feel good. And, um... Uh, you know, and you're with someone special, so you can get a whole vibe from that, you know, and at the same time, you're totally working on yourself, working on your body, working on your health, your confidence is going up, self-esteem, you know, you're totally working on yourself at the gym, I think the gym is so underrated, I think gyms are so underrated, I know I, I jump around from topics, I think, um, no, 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 that gym, that gym shit, I don't care if that was random. That gym shit. Start going to the gym. <clears throat> Especially when things start opening back up. Not right now. Maybe not right now. Come on. But I'm saying, like, exercise. Start exercising now. So that in a few months when the gyms open up, you already sexy. <laughs> you already sexy. you like, ding. Everybody looking at you. Ding. Yeah, now sexy. <laughs> Get sexy now, then go to the gym. Man, you release so much stress at the gym. I was saying um, that guys, I think, they have a lot of testosterone. Guys have testosterone, right? And women have estrogen. So I was thinking guys being so full of testosterone, they really need to work out. They, like, need to. They have to burn out, like, their energy. That, that testosterone, like pumps them that's like a natural steroid or something it's like something it juices them up and it's so lit like you you have testosterone like go to the gym 
quick workout. And I guess some guys have like more of an estrogen thing. Some guys have less testosterone than others. I'm not talking to y'all. That's not, that's not who is directed to. You know, you know who I'm talking to. <laughs> okay. Ones who have testosterone. Or if you need to build up your testosterone. I don't know how that works. If you could build up testosterone. I don't know. Google it. Ask, ask your doctor. Ask a few doctors because, honestly, you got to get a majority answer. You might get one answer and it's completely wrong. You don't want to go with that. Ask two or three more other people, doctors and professionals, see what they say. Check out people. <laughs> don't just ask people. Ask professionals, doctors, specialists, people like that. Ask those kind of people. Not just people. So, definitely take your time. Even take your time when it comes to asking people questions. You want to hang out with somebody? Or get a new doctor? Or you're thinking about enrolling in class or school? Ask questions. Don't be shy. And don't be rude. You can ask a question without being rude, but don't ask no, like, think about the question. Don't make it ignorant. <laughs> don't ask no stupid question. And giving you my number, don't, don't hit me on no dumb shit. <laughs> Sorry. All right, anyways, I uh, really appreciate it. Um, really appreciate y'all tuning in. Hope you have a good day. Thank you for giving me your time. I ain't going to take too much, like 15 minutes maybe. So. Um, much love, much respect, stay safe, <sighs> peace. I'm just sitting outside enjoying this beautiful ass day and a thought just crossed my mind. So I was thinking about these dudes. This dude hit me the other night and was like, yo, I want to come through. I want to kick it with you. You had texted me, you know, a couple weeks ago. I was out of town. I told you when I got back in town, we was going link. And I'm like, yeah, bro, yeah, that's cool, bro. On some, you know, that's Brody shit. On some, that's my friend type shit. And I'm peeping, like, the difference between these these people. And, you know, I'm talking about black people. I ain't, I don't talk about nobody else. We just want to talk about black folks. I'm talking about when black folks, when black dudes got a female friend, 90% of the time, he probably want to bone her. I'll say even 99% of the time, maybe 95% of the time. Let's make it 95. 95% of the time, the dude, he want to bone his friend, his homegirl. But he only going to bone her if he call her sis. He going to bone if he call her sis. He going to fuck if he call her sister, bestie, best friend, BFF, my ride or die. He going to fuck. He going to try to fuck. That's his homegirl, best friend. Not And not even, like, look at my legs. My legs feel so swollen right now. Probably all that salt. All that salt I had this weekend, my legs look humongous. And honestly, I just feel like they're swollen. Because my legs were low-key getting smaller. I think I, they just swelled up with the...
Can't say any of these bucket promises, promises. Staring at your pages, seeing different numbers and numbers. They gonna holler. If he call her home girl though, if he call her the homie, oh that's just the homie. I'm with my homegirl. I'm chilling with my homie right now. I'm chilling with my homegirl right now. If he call you one of them names, sis, if he call you one of them names, you ain't gonna get no D. And you you probably wouldn't get no D unless I was really, 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 really drunk. And you professed your love for him first. A dude that got a homegirl, you could trust him. Like, oh, that's just my homegirl, man. That's my homie. That's how you know it's real. That's how you know, like, what's really good. When you got somebody and they keep saying sis or they keep saying bestie, best friend, mm-mm, fuck that. That just, because you could fuck a bestie. I, you know how many besties I done fucked? But my homegirl, I ain't fucking my homegirl, nigga. That's my homegirl. That's my homie. Like, that bitch been my friend. That bitch been a rider with me for years. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's my homie. She done seen me do some things. She done held, held it down. You know, a homie a homie is somebody who gonna hold it down. A homie is not somebody you're gonna jeopardize the friendship for, like, a quick nut or, like, um... Yeah, it goes to the warehouse area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm over here trying to record a podcast, and here come this old ass lady asking me for directions. Like I fucking. Anyways, so what I'm saying is, don't let nobody trick you with their words. Just cause somebody say best friend or homie, fuck all that. Anybody could get it. Anybody could get this pipe. Okay. Anybody could get dick down. You could be sis. You could be homie, love a friend. You can still get this. Okay? And when it comes to really valuing yourself, that's when you are in charge. And that's when you get to decipher if the homie could hit it. Because I got homies. I got homeboys. And they fine as hell. And they could hit it. And then I got some dudes that I'm like, man, hell no. Like, you is not even a friend. I would not even call you a friend. Like, I'll call you bro just so that you know. Shit, I might call you unk. So that you know you damn, you X'd all the way out. Like, you not a bro. You not, like, you, I'm about to start calling you fam in a minute. Like, you are totally just out of the whole fucking category. If I call you unk, <laughs> I promise we ain't boning. <laughs> I promise if we call you unk, I'm going to start calling niggas unk. Oh, what's good, unk? <laughs> <laughs> you the you the unk like you got you know you come around with lottery tickets in your hand smelling like black and mild and you got two grams in your pocket okay unk <laughs> with your gold tooth only one with your broke ass okay unk nah I ain't, I ain't trying to fuck with that I'm trying to fuck on some if I if I call you big bro I might try to get on that big dick okay like hey big bro what you doing tonight? Man, we gonna link. But if I call my homie, man, we finna get some bitches out there. So we finna get, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a flip. If I get my homie with me, we getting bitches. But if I got my, you know, I'm just chilling with my bro right now. Oh, we finna bone in a minute. 
Oh yeah, especially on some high school shit. Like that might that's something that you kind of carry over from high school. You kind of be thinking, oh, they she calling him bro, she calling him bro, he call her sis. You know they fucking on the low. They either don't want their parents to know or they don't want some money. They they already know they probably Kristen cr- and crossing channels that shouldn't be Kristen crossed. So now they gotta call each other bro and sis while they're trying to finger fuck in the fucking bathroom and stuff like that. Homegirl ain't gonna get no pussy. Ain't gonna get nothing. Sis, bestie. Oh, that's the bestie. Oh, the bestie getting getting the pipe. The the bestie is getting all of it. The bestie gets the front, the back, the side, and the side. Okay. That's what the bestie gets. The homegirl. The homegirl get invited to all the parties with the niggas. She there at the strip club. She at the after party at the after hour spot. The homegirl is plugged in. She gets everything. She gets all the tea. She know about all the bops. She know about, you know, who the homies been passing around. She know who done got slopped up, who done been slopped up, who slopping up, who. The homie know everything. The homie know the tea. She with the squad. The homie, when you start dating, you know, your nigga, his homegirl, she gonna be there like the aunt. You know, she's the aunt. She's... Like, your man's sister, the homegirl, she is not boning your nigga, the homegirl. You know what I'm saying? If you got to, if he, if he, if he trying to bone her, you know about what he call her, okay? Any man who call a girl his homie or his homegirl, he not boning her. And if y'all niggas is boning y'all homegirls, you really just out of line for that. Because them's your homegirls. Like, them's, those some girls you, you really, like, she is the bro, you know, she is that one that's solid, just like the rest of the gang, like, she's the one that you could call on for real, like, I got homeboys for real, like, homeboy, like, you could call me, I got you, I could get you drunk, I could get you high, I could get you some bitches, we can go out to eat, you need somewhere to lay your head, you could, you could come here and go to sleep, like, I, I, I'm that homegirl, I'm the whole vibe, I'm gonna have you laughing, feeling good, like, a whole vibe. When you got that friend that you low-key just trying to fuck on, she's kind of annoying. She's not that funny. Pussy kind of dry, kind of whack. You got to bring the weed. You got to bring the drink. When you got that friend that's literally a friend, you don't want to lose that person. You do what it takes to keep that person. And you know who they are because they solid. Because... And when I say solid, I mean they not shaky. They not like a table that's got to, like, you got to put a couple pieces of paper underneath the leg of the table. Nah, I'm not talking about that. That's them shaky ass hoes. That's them shaky ass friends. Are you some tiny wishy-washy? Oh, I don't even know if I should eat with them. Yeah, because that's a shaky ass table. You shouldn't eat with them. You need to be with somebody who's solid, sturdy, ain't going to shake and ain't going to fold. You could lay a whole feast on the table and ain't nothing going to fall over, ain't nothing going to slide, ain't nothing going to move. When you start messing with people and they got your table all wobbly and they got and they janking up your chairs and they manhandling your your shit like this is this is my shit. First of all, this is my table, this is my countertop, this is all mine. First of all, and you coming over here ain't put in on it but steady trying to shake it up and rock it around and do the most with it. Um, that's when you got to be strong and firm with who you are within yourself. And that's when you start being like, 
all right, time for some boundaries. Time for me to set some boundaries. Time for me to put up a, a barricade around my life and even more around my life. Talking about putting a boundary around my family, putting a boundary around my friends, putting a boundary around my job, my career, my passion, my goals, my my beliefs. Man, put a boundary on all of that. Lock all that down. And then people think you're acting funny because you got boundaries now. No, I'm just learning how to protect my peace. No, you're fine. Thank you. When you learn to respect yourself more than anybody else, that's when you're really in first place. Hello, 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 hello. I missed y'all too. Okay, so let's get started. I don't want to waste y'all time. I'm going to just give it to you raw. Today's topic is going to be this conspiracy theory that I brought up. Apparently, it's called a conspiracy theory. I brought it up at work with a coworker, a great fella. Yo, shout out to Mr. Hare. Boy, you go hard in the office. I appreciate you. you you're a good brother. Um, moving right along, the theory is we were talking about um allergies, allergies, right? Okay, so my homeboy, Mr. Hare, he's talking about he got uh, uh allergy to oranges. He's like, man, I never had an allergy to oranges. I used to grow up. I used to drink orange juice. I used to eat oranges. I love fruit, salad, you know, fucking breakfast. Ah. All of a sudden, he turns like 18, 19 years old, and now he's allergic to oranges. When he eats them, he breaks out in hives. He's like, man, I, I can't even enjoy like one of my favorite fruits anymore. It kind of sucks. And, you know, another coworker was like, man, that is crazy, you know, not to cut you off or anything. But, you know, I used to grow up and I drank milk, you know, as a kid, you know, milk in school, milk everywhere. And... Um, now as an adult, I'm like lactose intolerant. I can't even have cheese without my stomach going wild. And I just looked at him crazy and I was like, my goodness, my word. And really, I'm going to keep it a buck because I always used to think the same thing. I'm like, man, I, I have a food allergy to shrimp. When I was growing up, I love shrimp. I love coconut shrimp. I love popcorn shrimp. I love garlic parmesan, garlic scampi, garlic lemon butter whatever type of shrimp with shrimp cocktail oh my gosh my mouth is watering just thinking about shrimp and how I miss it because when I was so young up until I was about 17 18 19 years old around the same type of age as as my fellow you know colleagues I did also become allergic to one of my favorite foods, you know, and that's crazy. And, you know, it's something that he brought up that a lot of people, it's common. It is common that you develop a food allergy over time, like your body uh, just somehow uh, builds this weird resistance against this food. And now you can't enjoy it anymore. To be honest, giving it to you raw it's really just the chemically enhanced foods that have changed over the years. Over time, it's been about, I mean, from since when I was a kid till I was 17, I can imagine that they're changing the fucking recipe on milk. I, I, I'm, I'm telling you, dead ass, like, 
back, back, back in the day, milk was not, they're not making, they ain't getting that, they ain't just milking the cow, putting it in a jug and shipping it off to Cali or, or Oak Cliff, Texas, and the Walmart got fresh milk straight from a cow. No, big dog. Ten years ago, milk's recipe was different. Ten years ago, there wasn't farm-raised shrimp like there is now. You know what I'm saying? As highly as it is now. Think think deeply. Think think raw, okay? I'm going to give it to you raw. If you can't handle it, let me know. I'm really telling you, like, that's how... Shrimp, oranges are not made the same. They don't even have seeds and fruit anymore. Fruit used to have seeds in it. I used to eat a cherry and spit the whole seed out. Now, I, I there are seedless cherries. There are grapes that taste like cotton candy. God didn't make things this way. Not to not to bring religion, because you know I don't like that, but I'm just saying. Back in the day, food wasn't as chemically enhanced as it is these days. It's almost 2020. The, if they were... If every chicken nugget at, at McDonald's alone was actual chicken, we chickens chickens would have been extinct mad years ago, like years, years ago, because McDonald's alone sells like five million actual chickens like a week. Just McDonald's, the business alone, just in Grand Prairie, Texas, these niggas is selling five million dollars worth of chicken. You think there's five million dollars? There's not that many chickens in the world to even supply just the McDonald's in America. Let alone there's McDonald's in Tokyo, Japan, France, fucking Asia. You can go all over those every kind every country. They have McDonald's. If they was really making chicken sandwiches out of chicken. There would be no more chickens. Understand that things are not made the same anymore. Yeah, it probably like uh, like how they they talk about leather. My boy was like, uh, you know, leather is such a high quality, you know, something that people like in, in fashion and clothes and material when it comes to purses, shoes, accessories, things like that. Leather is awesome. But these days, businesses... They they can take a piece of leather, just one percent of the of of leather, and incorporate that into their into their item, into their clothing, into their wear, and it's considered a leather item now. So now people don't really realize, oh, you're buying something that's quote unquote leather, but really it's like eighty percent polyester, ten percent cotton, five percent spandex, four percent. You know, Carl, uh, uh, you know, 4% leather, period. Okay, I'll give you the 4% because I'm nice. He said 1%. I'll be nice. And I'm not usually nice. Your whole outfit, now you're walking out to, oh, yeah, this is a leather outfit. That's 4% leather. That's barely leather. That's like the milk we drinking today. That 2% milk, they wasn't kidding. This is only two, this is a 2% milk recipe. Only 2% of what's in this jug came from a milk's titty. Because I'm telling you, there ain't enough milk in these, in these jugs that these fucking cows have. There's not enough milk to go around. I'm telling you. And people are like, oh, I used to drink milk growing up and now my body built an allergic reaction. No, it didn't. Your body is like, this is not the same milk that we used to drink that mom used to heat up in the pot and add that nest quick and used to eat it and drink it up and with marshmallows and all. This is not the same milk. This is not the same formula. This is not the same recipe. The same thing when it comes to fruit. My boy is like, man, I'm allergic to oranges. Those are not the oranges you were eating when you were growing up. 
those seeds those are not the same things those these these the, nowadays things are controlled factories and and warehouses by dirty people there's rats and bugs around and 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 low ass you know oh my goodness i don't even want to get into the dirtiness when it comes to maintaining food processing facilities not to bash y'all not to bash those businesses not to bash y'all because i love walmart i am a frequent shopper in your grocery section i'm a frequent shopper at kroger i'm a frequent shopper wherever there's food okay i don't go there because i love you i go there because i'm hungry and you guys got the cheap shit so i'm gonna go there and i'm gonna eat that cheap shit because i can't afford whole foods whole foods get their shit straight from the farms they got connects with with Pedro and and Jose and and Frederico who own acres of land in the country in the areas where where people need to grow these fruits these all natural things you know like Cali you know you would think in Texas they really doing more but nah not really Texas is so dry it's almost like desert you really can't grow that much but I'm just saying, like, if other places were actually growing more chickens and raising more chi- chickens and and really, um, really, like, <laughs> supplying the land how they should instead of making these, you know, you remember when they talked about cloned goats or something like that? I know I'm not the only one who remembers that. It was, like, back in, like, 2000 and the early 2000s or something, like, they had found a, a they were there were people who were like cloning goats or cloning lambs or something like that y'all remember that like oh my god when i heard about that i was like what's up with that if you could clone a goat you could clone mad chickens we eating chicken clones you remember you know how people talk about that like i think that's a real thing and you wonder why or now all of a sudden you allergic you ain't allergic you're not supposed to eat whatever the fuck they're putting in it, period. You wonder why you got diabetes. You wonder why you got high cholesterol. You wonder why you got all these weird-ass sicknesses that, you know, you're not supposed to have. It's because we're eating things we're not supposed to be eating. But that, I'm just going to stop at that on that note. Like, I'm going to leave that. I'm going to drop that like it's hot. I got just a little over five minutes left of y'all's time. I really don't want to waste it. Um... <laughs> I'm just really um uh I'm just really uh ooh I'm gonna stop right there then. I'm gonna just stop right there. Okay, this one. What's up y'all? Your girl PT raw with it. Just want to come on this one so quick. Got 15 minutes of your precious precious time and I want to talk about relationships that are like runaway trains okay i just want to keep it a stack with y'all keep it real describe something that you've maybe been experiencing in your life because this generation likes things fast and i'm gonna put relationships in an analogy i feel some of us will be able to better understand them you'll be able to better grasp them grasp them and hopefully make better decisions about them when you do get into them this comes to Friendships, relationships with your partners, spouses, your significant other, work colleagues, church family, immediate family, distant family, third cousins, fourth cousins, the neighbors you barely like, relationships with anybody, everybody. But this is pertaining particularly to this fast generation of love and, and liking somebody and being with someone whom you don't even really know that well, but you're kind of just going with the flow of things. 
I was describing it the other day as being on a train. When you're with somebody, you get on this train. Or rather, you're on a train together. You look at them. They look at you. Damn. Damn. You fine. You fine. We fine. What's up with it? See, now we dating. We dating. We chopping it up. You my boo thing. We're on this train together. The train starts picking up speed. That speed is a metaphor for our love, for our affection, for our lust, for life, the admiration we have for each other, the adoration, the support and growth of this movement. Fast. This train moving fast. And depending on your relationship, depending on who you are, depending on your partner, depending on what's going on, it's going fast. You guys are going fast. This relationship, this partnership, whatever this is, it is moving fast. And it's similar to a train that's going really fast. And it's like one person on that train. At this point, it's just you two. No one else matters. If there's anybody else on the train, they don't matter. It's just you two. Now you're looking at each other holding hands. And your partner says to you, I think this train might crash. And you look at them. And then you look straight, and then you look at them, and then you say, huh? You, you think it's going to crash? And they're like, yeah, I don't think this train's going to make it to its destination. And you're like, wait, 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 wait. I thought you got on this train because you were sure it was going to make it to its destination. Like, that's what you, 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 were, you knew that that's where it was going. Like, why are, you, why are you questioning this now? And you have to respond, like, with, with kind of like, if you're the one who's been secure about the relationship whether it's a business romantic whatever what so be it whatever type of relationship you're the one who's secure about it someone is more secure than someone else the other person thinks the train's gonna crash train not i might not make it going too fast going way too fast going out of control it's gonna go out of control and you like no man it's good just just kick it just sit back and enjoy the ride we are gonna make it we're gonna be just fine it might, you know, we might have a couple, you know, it might be a little turbulence, might have to stop, might have to get some gas along the way, you know, he might, he might break down, maybe the train run out of gas, or maybe he got to make a couple stops, maybe there's a delay, or maybe there's weather, or it could be anything, but just know that we're going to make it. The other person says, I think I'd rather jump out of the train now than crash up ahead. And burn with you. And that hurts. Because you thought this person wouldn't give up on you. You thought you were in it for the long haul with this person. You thought you could trust this person. You thought this person was just as loyal as you. And just as just as committed as you. And they're not. They don't. They won't. They can't. And they shouldn't. If they can't handle it, then get out of the train. And guess what? They jump out. And they leave you there. So guess what? Now you either got to crash and burn by yourself or you jump out and save yourself too. But at the end, you guys don't know if that train would have made it because you guys jumped out. It turns out the train did make it. Who knows? Maybe the train did make it safely at the station. But you guys were too scared and you were going way too fast. You know why? Because you guys were the conductors. You guys were running that train. You guys could have stepped into the front of the car at any moment and slowed them up. Slowed that train down, taken control of it, made better decisions, talked to better people, surrounded yourself with better people, involved 
better people on your train. People have been like, hey, we hear you, man. This train gonna make it. Get those kind of people on the train. Don't have people on your train who are scared to jump, jumping off, running away. This is your idea. This is your love. This is your passion. This is your influence. This is your why. This is what you're doing. You're on this train. Stick to it. Get to your destination. Do what you need to do. And along the way, there's going to be people getting on your train who are just going to waste your time. People are going to say, I don't think your train's going to make it. You know what? Get off. Because I have the utmost faith in my God that he provides for me abundantly. My life will be completely satisfied. I will be completely fulfilled in my life. I do not need anyone to provide any type of validation for me. Because that I get from God. That I receive from him. I'm blessed to have his validation. I'm blessed to be his child. I know I can wake up and be like, today's a new day. And there's a sunshine. Right. Yo, that song goes so hard. Like, go ahead. Um, yeah, it's like praising the Lord, okay? And you're on this train, all right? Don't be discouraged. There's going to be people who are not even on the train. Who are looking at you like, bro, get off the train. At every stop you make, get off the train. This ain't a stop. This this is not, I'm getting, I'm not getting off the train. You guys can get off. I know this train has a final stop. This is a final destination. And essentially that's the grave. But along the way, I'm not getting off. I'm going to let it go as fast as it needs to be. I'm going to get in the drive. I'm going to be the conductor of this train. I'm the conductor of this train. I decide if it's going to slow down. If it's going to speed up, I decide how many turns, I decide which route, I'm in charge. If I want to stop at the nearest rest stop, if I want to stop at the next train station, get off, grab a hot dog, that's my decision. That's under my discretion. As is yours. You are in control of your own train. You are the conductor. There was this show, oh my goodness, it makes me want to cry because I think of my little brother when he was like uh, two or three years old. There was this um, TV show that used to come on Nickelodeon um, called, um, man, it was like Soul Train, but for kids. Hold on. Like it came on in like 2005, 2006. It was like this, this Hispanic chick. Man, and it was like she used to be like, all aboard the choo-choo train, all aboard the choo-choo train, all aboard the choo-choo train, all aboard, all aboard, choo-choo. And she was just like this bad Spanish chick. She had hips, she had ass, and she used to wear like this conductor hat. Um, And it was like a commercial, a brief commercial. I used to come, my little brother used to get so excited. He was like, yeah. He used to see her come on. I was like, hell yeah, she fine, ain't she, bro? Oh, man, I knew I liked girls back then, too. I was like, man, she fine. And he was like, man, she fine. We, I think we dapped each other up. <laughs> That's, mm. Shout out to my big little bro. So he'll be 17 this year. God bless you. I love you. Follow him. Man, he's doing great things. Um, I'll post the link in the comments below. I'm not going to shout him out because he's a minor. Moving forward. On your train. Stay focused. Read the maps. Learn where you're going. Figure it out. 
But know not to get off. Don't give up. Don't stop. Whatever you do, just don't stop. Don't give up. That's the only way you lose is if you give up. Because even if you came in last place, if your train was the last to arrive, you made it. You made it. It's not a competition. As long as you were happy and enjoyed the ride on your train, your train ride, it was pleasant. What else matters? Somebody else's train ride matters. How bumpy theirs was. How fast or slow their train went. Some people may have had to jump out their train and push it half the way. Your train had it. Your train made it. You know what I'm saying? Like little things. Just think about that. That's that's an analogy I had thought of. You can apply it to your life. I just recently ended a, you know, we ended a relationship. My relationship ended recently. She didn't think our train would make it to its final destination, which was everlasting, which was so peaceful, which was so abundantly great, which was our marriage, which was our future, which was our life together. She didn't think our train would make it. I did. I had faith. I was thinking of all the things we could do together. She said, no, no. And I said, fine. Jump off the train. And she did. And I'm scared. I'm still on the train, to be honest. I'm still, like, thinking, like, maybe she'll come back. But I know I have to jump off the train to go get her. That's going to put us, that puts us back. We have to walk back to catch up to the train. And then get back on it. And then start moving forward. So that delay in time, that regression, that hurt, that pain, that retraction, you're going back. You're not going forward. And then when you go forward again, you already did all this. You're going to run into the same issues because you're going through the same area once again. Unless you solve it, unless you go around it, you got to figure out a way. If you can move around it, you'll be good. You can't move around it, you're going to be struggling. 